Previously on Great Samaritans. Two Funyuns. Sup, pig fuckers. We polled 1,000 people about what they thought about Funyuns, and 95% of them thought they were for cowards. New bullet. Funyuns should be called Oogies, but there's a sweet version of Oogies called Funyuns. New bullet. Funyuns are now the sweet version. Parentheses, yogurt dipped, backslash, chocolate dipped. End parentheses. New bullet. The mascot of Oogies is Oogie the human. New bullet. He works in PsyOps for Merck, and his catchphrase is he just says his social security number. New bullet. There are now five flavors of Oogies. Regular, flaming hot, shrimp, potato, and biscuits and gravy. New bullet. Then, Funyuns flavors will be chocolate, vanilla, peanut butter, funnel cake, and red velvet. New bullet. Get this, all of the Funyuns flavors are also available as a breakfast cereal. New bullet. BT dubs. An Amazon reviewer was upset that one of his Funyuns bags was delivered to him and they were already open. Well, guess what? They're supposed to be open. Egg in their face. New bullet. What a dumbass. New bullet. What if Oogie did eggs? Dot 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 question mark. New bullet, but we'll leave that one to the professionals. New bullet. Hugs and kisses. XOXOXOXOXOXOXOXO. Sincerely, the Great Samaritans. Vertical integration, synergy, past the briefcase, attention, interest, desire, action, strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. My name is Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast because it's our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day, and we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? It's doing great, Thomas. I just want to say to all of our listeners that I love them and I'm proud of them for listening. Uh, it's just a nice thing to hear at any time you're listening to something. And I wanted to talk to you, Thomas. I know that we have some news that we haven't really cracked yet, but are you moving, Thomas? Feel free. Yes. To, if you don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good thing to mention. I am moving to Los Angeles, where I'm from. Very excited about it. Just packing yeah. up my apartment, shipping huge boxes. Good. Are you going down memory lane at all? Is, as you're packing up boxes, is there any like memorabilia or tchotchkes that's really making you... Yeah, so I substitute taught for a while, which I think I've mentioned mm -hmm. on the pod. And I used to have to show up to these schools with a bunch of material in case the school didn't have it. You know, you'd show up with glue sticks, paper, collage stuff, crayons, you know, just prepared for the worst case scenario where the school has absolutely nothing. Yes. And yeah, just going through all that stuff brought back those memories and a bunch of art stuff. That's about it. Nice. I guess we should introduce our guest. Absolutely. So you know this person as the co-host of Whose Line Is It Saturday? The popular LSI show. LSI coming back to you soon. And I like to describe, I'm going to try a new thing out, Thomas, where I'm going to describe guests by a lyric. Okay, I like it. And here's the lyric. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. And now I know that I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, but 
one could debate that our guest today is one of the sharpest tools in the shed. It's Derek Martz. Hello. Hi. I cannot tell you how much I hate being associated with All Star. Because? (laughs) Do I even need to explain why? Of course not. Okay. Well, it's good to have you here, Derek. And Thank you. I guess before we get into the product that you chose, before the big reveal, I want to say I love your beard right now. You look like old man Logan. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, uh, I feel like I'm about ready to be uh, to finally defeat my own immortality and uh, get buried under a cross that then you turn into an X because X-Men. It was powerful. Whoa. Yeah. Speaking of X-Men, what's the origin story of your association with All-Star? It just feels like it's been a part of my life my whole life, to be honest. I feel like there are other songs that are more worthy of being memes. Yes. We're almost making the meme out of it now to be nostalgic over when it was in, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like it started out of a place of, like, ironic, haha, this song is terrible, and it's sort of snowballed into people genuinely liking it, and uh, I'm still not there. I'm going to give you some homework after this podcast, Derek. Why don't you go and listen to All Star maybe 100 or 200 times and see at what point the transition happens. And if it doesn't happen, then that's fine. Can I break it up with Walking on the Sun a few times? (laughs) Only, yes. Okay. I've heard on in an interview that Smash Mouth uh, stole their neighbor's weed plants to help fund their first demo. Is that canon? Yes, that's canon. Really? I always thought they were such nerds until that story. And that brings up the fact that it's 420, guys. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Threading the needle, Thomas Stern. I just have to say, I, I, it sounds like that was not very chill of them. Yes. Let's do the golden rule test. Yeah. And it doesn't pass for me. No. But in brand, with kind of dirtbag energy that I get from Smash Mouth, or anyone with sure. frosted tips. Except Lance Bass. Except Lance Bass, the exception to the rule. That's true. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys, what is your connection to weed, if you have any? And if not, that's fine. Don't have a connection. Never done it. Never will. Terrified of anything that alters my brain in any way. (laughs) Um, I'm already very anxious and afraid, and I don't need anything that might make that worse. And I did it to be cool. In college, my improv group, God, is this really who I am? Once I got on to my improv team, it was like a bonding experience. Everybody smoked a little bit. And so I thought I'd try it out that way. And I tried it out. I kind of liked alcohol a little bit more. I didn't quite get it. I didn't like the carcinogenic aspect of smoking. So I've kind of, I've got, I've definitely gotten high more times than I've smoked, but maybe I've smoked, yeah, like 10 Maybe 20, because I'm sure I'm not remembering every time, but not a lot. Not a lot for me. Now, what about you, Thomas? I, I'm, I'm surprised, John, that you only smoked 10 times, because Uh-oh. the first time we hung out, we smoked. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'll do it as a bonding exercise. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll do it to get closer with people, but 
Awesome. Yeah, that's about it. That's so funny. Wait, what was that time? I don't remember. After class one time, we walked to the lake with two girls from our class who it was weird because one of them was like pretty anti-IO and always complaining about it. Mm-hmm. But they were fun and we just we went back to one of their places and then you asked me if I had a improv world crush. Okay. And I said Jessica McKenna. Oh yeah. And you said Lauren Lapkus. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that now? No, I but I do remember that wow. I think I had a did I or did I not have a big chocolate donut from Whole Foods? In a brown bag that I took to the lake. Because I am remembering I think that so, specifically. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yes, Lauren now, Lapkus is a muse. She is perfect. Yes. Can't wait to have her on. Yeah, that's going to be a great episode. Well, we do have a guest here. <laughs> yeah. <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> we, do have a, we do have a point to all this. Um, and unless we have anything else to walk down memory lane about, I kind of want to ask Derek about why he picked his brand. Jeff. Well, I would say I am about 15% peanut butter at any given time. <laughs> uh, Jif is the brand that I choose, specifically uh, Natural Creamy. I, I used to do peanut butter and company, huh. but it can be harder to find and also a little bit more expensive. And I found that the difference was not great enough that I couldn't just settle for Jif. My history, my peanut butter history. Your origin story. Yeah, I started out Peter Pan, and then at some point I moved to Jif. I don't remember when or why. Was it your mother's decision, perhaps? Well, she's a choosy mom, so maybe. And at some point, standard regular Jif started tasting a little bit like cigarette ashes to me. I don't know why. So that's when I moved to the peanut butter and company. Then I was like you know what, this is too much hassle, tried the natural GIF, and that was that was what I was looking for. Wow. And was the, and now I have to ask, was that your decision? Was the natural your decision, or was that also a, a choosy mom decision? Uh, no, that was an adult decision. That wow. was an adult buying my own groceries decision, yeah. Nice, very nice. And the difference for our listeners, the difference between the natural GIF and the traditional GIF is? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I think maybe they use palm oil in the making of the GIF, which does bother mm-hmm. me. Uh, because, you know, you got to save those orangutans. Yes, but, give them their palms. But from what I understand, Smuckers, which is the parent company yep. of GIF, mm-hmm. uh, sources their palm oil responsibly. Uh, that could just be spin, but I'm choosing to believe it so I can just live my life. I hate to do this, but I might corroborate the story. I was on GIF's website, and they had taken extensive th- lengths to say how, I don't know, eco-friendly they have been recently. Okay, uh, great. And so that's their website. So maybe that's not a scholarly article, but there But you, you know what? That's enough for me. Yes. Because I've already got enough to worry about. Yes, of course. Now, I do want to ask, because you chose GIF, this is a product that you have connection with, mm-hmm. that you can say clearly. I mean, you gave me no second option, which we always love to hear in a guest. What Do you have a golden memory, a jiffy memory that you can think back to and maybe smile? Honestly, this is very embarrassing. But when I was a kid, I would sometimes get a craving and for dinner, ask my mom for what I called a peanut butter platter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
which which was one piece of peanut butter on toast, uh, one half peanut butter and jelly sandwich, mm-hmm. one half peanut butter and butter sandwich, mm-hmm. which I think was actually probably country crock margarine at the time, mm-hmm. and also just a big dab of peanut butter. Wow. Yeah. And I had that enough times that I can remember it. I love that that is a dish with a name in your childhood household. Yeah. Can you still cash Let's... that in? <laughs> I don't know. I will. Uh, I'm actually visiting my mom right now, so I'll try tonight and see what how far it gets me. Please do, and let me know how it goes. Yeah. All right, Derek. Now I'm curious. You said you're 30 percent peanut butter. 15. What's 15. your cons? Let's 15. be clear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Got to save room for water, bones, and cheese. True. What's your consumption rate right now? I have most mornings peanut bu- two pieces of toast with peanut butter on them. I have Dave's Killer Bread, and then I put the peanut butter on it, and that's usually my breakfast. Nice. nice. Excellent source of protein. Would you say that you are in your peak peanut butter consumption? Or if not, when was your peak, and how much peanut butter were you consuming? Well, I mean, my peak had to be when I was having the platter, a solid cup of peanut butter for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say childhood is probably my highest level of peanut butter consumption just because it was maybe sometimes two meals a day instead of one that involved peanut butter. But it's still quite high. I have my my PB toast every almost every morning. And uh, I often indulge in ice creams that involve peanut butter, but it wouldn't be Jif peanut butter. I like the ones that have enough oil or whatever in them that they can get really hard in the ice cream and then melt in your mouth. Ooh. Now, I think I have a pretty good idea of your connection to Jif. And it sounds like you actually prefer another brand, but because of the price point, it's not worth it to get the other brand um i i haven't had peanut butter and company peanut butter in nine or ten months you know if you gave me a side-by-side comparison i can't tell you which one i would pick Mm -hmm. i also think the peanut butter and company ones might have a little more sugar in them i don't Mm. know and Mm. i've been trying to cut down on sugar to no avail but you know it's worth a shot do you like Uh, to oscillate between the jiff and the peanut butter and company no i like stability i think i've settled on my brand i like the texture i like the flavor i like the size of the package i like the price don't love the brown lid i think it's unattractive yeah i Mm, get what they were trying to do with that matte brown lid Mm -hmm. i know that they were trying to make it seem like it was better for you because it's not shiny and shiny packaging equals candy at least Mm. in my brain yeah but yeah 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 how about matte white matte white it would look good. My one concern is I think you would eventually get peanut butter on it, and it, it wouldn't really come off. So, yeah. okay, hold on. So, Thomas, <laughs> you like it when you get peanut butter on your lid and you can't tell that there's peanut butter on it? <laughs> yeah, if, I, if that happens, I don't want to be reminded of it. I want it to blend in. The natural lid, though, is not peanut butter brown. It is a, it's chocolate brown. Ideally, we would have a more matte beige maybe with speckles in it with some speckles in it okay that's something we can discuss i think with um with fixing some of jiff's problems all right so i think it's a pretty good time to get into the brass tacks here Mm -hmm. 
1955, Procter & Gamble bought Big Top peanut butter from William T. Young of Kentucky and in ensuing years reformulated and rebranded it to compete with Skippy and Peter Pan. Procter & Gamble named its product Jif, used oils other than peanut oil in its hydrogenation process mm -hmm. and sweetened the recipe adding sugar and molasses. Mm -hmm. The original creamy and crunchy style Jif peanut butters both debuted in 1958. There are currently 10 different kinds of Jif peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Creamy, extra crunchy, no sugar added creamy, simply Jif creamy, omega-3 creamy, mm -hmm. reduced fat creamy, natural creamy, <laughs> natural honey creamy, <laughs> natural crunchy, and natural honey crunchy. Dang it. I was getting so much joy out of hearing Thomas say creamy, and I don't know why. <laughs> Still an overwhelming amount of cream to crunch. I think that's reflective of maybe the overall consumer preference. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I noticed there's a no sugar added, which I would have bought if mm -hmm. I had ever seen it. Have you ever had that or been curious about it, Derek? I've been curious about it, but to be honest, I want it sweet. I've got a big sweet tooth, and I'm just a nasty little sugar boy, so... Ooh. As a nasty little sugar boy, how far would you go? How sweet would you tolerate your peanut butter? I mean, I wouldn't stir white sugar into peanut butter, if that's what you're asking. That was kind of where I was going. I was yeah. wondering if, like, if you blended, I don't know, like some Reese's cups, mm -hmm. shout out to Edgar's episode, and then eat that as peanut butter, that doesn't sound appealing. No. Okay. That sounds... Point too sweet okay now i didn't get into the packaging in these items i just got into the flavors and they have a new thing that they're pushing the simple squeeze mm -hmm. have you ever seen that or used that or are you interested in it derek i have not seen it i have not used it i have i mean i guess it would depend if it if it uses less plastic i'm trying to cut down on single-use plastics that would be a reason to use it however i really love the sensation of that first dip into a new jar of peanut butter oh. where it's like a little bit stiffer than it is for the rest of its life. Yeah. And mm. I would not want to deprive myself of that unless it was for a good reason. I also want to talk about how enjoyable the placid, perfectly straight, smooth, unadulterated, untouched peanut butter is. And putting a spoon into that, it feels good. But you'd think most Americans would prefer the easier application, which to me is the squeeze. And I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at the packaging right now. You know what? I'm I would be willing to try it, but you know, I mentioned that I, I like to have a large amount of peanut butter on hand and it looks like there would be this is the smallest amount of peanut butter that they would sell uh, at a time. It it's, looks like it's 13 ounces, uh, whereas, you know, your small jar is 16 ounces and your large jar is probably 24. That's a good point. I just wanted to point out a review. I'm looking at the, on GIF's website, mm -hmm. the Squeeze Creamy Peanut Butter um, with 470 reviews. And the second review, the title of it is, I do not know. The review is, I do not know what to say about this because I have not had it in my hands, and I do not know what it is. And that's a two-star review. Did someone force this person to write the review? 
It was originally posted on influencer.com. Uh, I, I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm seeing a review here on on the same website you were on, Thomas. From Simple says, I sorted by I sorted by most helpful, and we've got four pictures here of her just sucking on the packet like it's a like it's a one of those uh, sports gels, you know, that 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 are supposed to like keep you. Uh, keep your energy up Mm -hmm. during a marathon or something Mm -hmm. yeah and one of them i can't tell if it's a filter or if she actually has glitter on her face but this looks like a person i would like to talk to (laughs) i haven't made a sandwich with this yet but if i did it would be easy what i have been doing is squeezing it right into my mouth (laughs) the fact that the spoon can stay out of this has been pretty great we take this with us in the car so we have it for after the gym it warms up just enough, doesn't leak, no mess, easy PB access. Glowing. Uh, I need to know who this we is, if they're both putting their mouth on this peanut butter tube. This is kind of revolting to me. Oh, here's a review that addresses my concern about the people with dexterity issues. Had to try because of the convenience alone. Grip issues from nerve damage during carpal tunnel surgery years ago has made peanut butter an ordeal every time I need to use it. But now, with this genius idea, I have control back and can use it with no mess and no help. So it seems like it's really working out for people who have dexterity issues. Nice. That's great. Thomas, you're revolted by what? This woman or girl, it seems like she just kind of eats snacks of just the peanut butter after the gym. And she was probably putting her mouth on this thing, the same one every time and i don't know something about that yeah i mean like imagine like you're in the parking lot of a gym and you see a woman sitting in her car with her seatbelt on and she's just got a big packet of peanut butter up to her mouth and she's massaging a certain amount into her waiting mouth i wouldn't like to see that yeah okay i'm thinking of an idea that we could use to fix this problem we could have gyms install blackout rooms where people could go okay. to dr- to drink or slurp their their gross peanut butter and then gym goers wouldn't be grossed out to have to watch that jiff gym yeah a jiff gym or jiff could could you know could um co-sponsor yes. or work with a you know orange theory i'm thinking you could have some fun orange flavored peanut butter we could play with that we could play with la mm-hmm. is it la fitness that's a gym yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there I'm thinking, okay, it's peanut butter that hot. Let's see, the sun. Avocado peanut butter. Avocado, peanut butter toast. LA Fitness. PB Fitness. So are we agreeing that people who are more likely to buy the peanut butter tube are people who care about their fit, tight bodies? I think so. I think this is kind of an on-the-go gym refueling Mm -hmm. product. You do your reps, you get a squeeze of peanut butter into your mouth. I mean, you know, you've got it. You've got your bottle of water and you've got your pouch of peanut butter. You could hire a peanut butter spotter as well. So at these PB fitnesses, Mm -hmm. you could have, instead of somebody who's there to help you with your weight, they're there with a peanut butter squeeze tube. Anytime you're struggling with with the weight, you need a little bit more protein to get that iron up. You know, to get that swole. And maybe you could have the spotters just dropping the peanut butter in, and they have it, and they give it to you. 
or when you're doing sit-ups, like every time you sit up, they put like a little pea-sized yeah. to have a peanut butter on your tongue. Pea-sized. Yeah. Yeah. I love that idea, but I feel like it's when you're done working out, okay. then you need the refuel okay. rather than a what Because if you're doing it while you work out, you'll get cramps. Yeah. We'll have to try. I like the idea of there being a room mm-hmm. or it's kind of like a bathroom. So there are stalls so you can do it in private. But I also like the idea of a of a PB spotter doing it for you as long as your mouth isn't touching the tube. So maybe it could be like physical therapy after your exercise. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Where you you go and see the you know the person who stretches you out, massages you, squirts a few dabs of peanut butter into your mouth from a height. It's part of the experience of the PB room. Yeah. You could even keep track of the calories that you've burned, and then you could go and, you know, you bring your tally to the peanut butter representative, and the peanut butter representative says, oh, you burned 200 calories at the gym. That means you get 200 calories worth of peanut butter. An idea. Now, we talked about the consistency of peanut butter maybe being too thick mm-hmm. to come out quickly, and I'm thinking in a gym setting, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, football players and they have the water bottle squeeze bottle and you squeeze it and the water shoots into your mouth i think something a little closer to that would be nice for a gym setting Mm -hmm. so maybe there's a pb active or pb sports where it is mixed with maybe you know some liquid or gatorade there you go electrolyte Yeah. yeah gatorade would work yeah yeah, then you get it all in one. And then it just shoots right in your mouth. You you don't have to apply that much pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, the there could be the PB spotter could do it like from five feet away. And then That's it, true. If we're implementing you, this right away, we're going to need to be able to do it from six feet away minimum. There's going to have to be some COVID regulations. So yeah. what I'm thinking is you could even syringe it with a six foot syringe. Oh, wow. Or you could use a six foot hose with high pressure. Okay. And just sort of fire it through the hose and just sort of, you could stick the hose through your mask. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. The hose attaches to the mask? No, I was just thinking just slip it under oh, I see. one yeah. side. Now, while we're in the marketing section, do we want to talk about yeah. any of the ads? I'll play the ad now, which kind of has a lot to do with their current success. This is an ad from 96, and it's one that uh, I remembered, and I just think it's really great. You put your heart into all you do From the way you love to the things you choose Big or small, you give your all Moms like you choose Jeff Chip peanuts are deep roasted To bring out more fresh roasted peanut taste More than any other leading brand Moms like you choose Jeff Chip Chizzy moms choose Jeff that is an image that in the in there you see a piece of of bread with peanuts on it and as the knife goes over it it turns into peanut butter and that is an image i remember very distinctly yeah they did a yeah. great job with that i i i was feeling the same thing derek that and then also the transformation of just peanuts into a jar of jiff and the peanuts almost the peanuts liquefied mm-hmm. Into the peanut butter. So I think we are both just easily impressed by that ed- that edit technique. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you microwave some 
uh, chocolate chips, and then mm. you take them out of the microwave, and you're like, oh, they didn't melt, but you stir it up, and it's like, oh, they did melt. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. Any guesses yeah. as to how they made that editing job work? I think it was just a crossfade. Okay. Crossfade. Thomas, what do you think? Like a star swipe, except instead of the star, it's just a, a line, a diagonal line, demarcated by the knife. So a knife swipe. Nobody thinks they made that. <laughs> they got the peanuts so hot. <laughs> One thing they could have done is maybe piped out shapes of peanuts from the peanut butter. And then when you yes. run the knife over it, it smooths out. Now we're thinking. And so now we yeah. have the idea, do we make peanut butter for sculpting and not for eating? Or we could do like a Play-Doh thing where you can play with it and you can eat it. Is that an idea worth pursuing? Well, there is a viral video that I came across uh-huh. where it's a young girl, maybe four or five, and she's covered her baby brother, maybe age two, yes. in peanut butter. Oh His whole body God. is covered in it. The mom asks them what they're doing. What have you been doing to your brother? They kind of don't speak English well. I mean, I just him. you were scrubbing him? And it's, it's pretty funny in a weird disturbing way one of my favorite vines to go back to episode two when i was talking about the vines that i was enjoying (laughs) yeah that's humorous but slightly disturbing yeah no i definitely think there is an artistic craft use of peanut butter that maybe jiff isn't exploring enough like with derek's platter it's got to be pretty easy to just make sculpting peanut Mm -hmm. clay It's peanut butter with less oil, Mm -hmm. and you can also eat it. Why not? I would love this. Uh, You know, just make like a little pinch pot out of peanut butter clay, and then pour a little melted chocolate in there, seal it up, and then pop it in your mouth. There you go. That's a $25 dessert at a Michelin star restaurant. Now, you will need to supplement this with a lot of fiber whenever you eat something like that, because that's not going to go down easy. No, that's going to gum up the works. Ooh, yeah. yeah, you're right. But it is fun to make a sculpture and eat it. Mm-hmm. So maybe they throw some psyllium husk or some other fiber supplement in there so you can just eat it without worrying. Yeah, that would probably make it more sculptable. There you go. And kids, you would stop worrying about kids eating Play-Doh and getting sick. As a potential parent, I would not want yes. my kids running around with Play-Doh. Because that, that would gum up the works even worse. Mm-hmm. But if I know that my kid's playing with some safe peanut butter... I, I'm, I'm free to work, you know? I'm free to worry about my adult stuff. Yeah, you could call it eat dough. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the Play-Doh. You play with the Play-Doh, and you eat the eat dough. Eat dough. I like that. I like that, too. And it's already perfect for choosy moms. When we were talking tubes, what I first thought of was, do you guys ever, if you have some sort of sauce in a tube, do a little drawing on the bread rather than just, you know, doing a spiral or something? Or, you know, you make a really cool zigzag that has three lines. I definitely have. Well, I mean, it would always be a smiley face. Yeah, that too. Yeah, exactly. A smiley face, a dollar sign. It's so fun. And maybe they can alter the product or the bottle or the tube in a way that really enhances the drawing experience. I'm leaning into this. We put food dye in peanut butter. So you can paint. Yes. You can paint. You can... You know, you can express yourself. Everybody loves to express themselves. You can make that peanut butter 
look as light or as dark, as red, as orange, as yellow as you want. Is there any downside? I've got a slogan. Okay, what is it? What is it? Eat your art. Yes. There's no downside. Okay. Food coloring is edible. Yes. You make the squeeze tubes, and they come in all sorts of colors, Mm -hmm. and then the clay, and that comes in all sorts of colors. Mm -hmm. Imagine what you can create with those two products. You could have a competition. I mean, the creativity is endless. Right. Yes. Because of the color of peanut butter, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it would be easy to make all the dark colors, Mm -hmm. but to make a really bright yellow might be difficult. Mm Mm-hmm. You'd have to dye, or you'd have to bleach the peanuts before. Okay. And by bleach, I mean yeah. sun bleach, not chemical bleach. You know, sun bleach the peanuts to get a nice light ghosty peanut, and then from there you can add as much dye as you need to get the intended color. Now, sun bleaching. I'm I'm not sure I'm familiar with this process. What's that like? It might be more for paper than for peanuts. But but hey, maybe it works. Yeah. Okay, maybe the yellow stuff mm-hmm. is a mixture of marshmallow and peanut butter. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's like 50% marshmallow, and so maybe it's that, much easier to become bright. Maybe that would hit with our sugar freaks, with our sugar boys. More extreme than Derek, yeah, obviously. and it would also hit younger. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, growing up, I mean, I had no fun peanut butter growing up. Are we going to be able to achieve a white peanut butter? That's the hard. That's the, this is the hardest thing. We need to figure this out. We need to figure this out right now. White chocolate. Yeah, I, I just I don't want it to be less than fifty percent peanut butter. We need peanut butter to still be able to say I own fifty one percent of this company. So maybe then we can't do light colored peanut butter. Maybe we have to have a complementary. Uh, jam or something. Yes. And that's where you get the lighter colors. I think so. I think, I mean, you just go with, for all the lighter colors that you can't use mostly peanut butter, it's just colored marshmallow. Marshmallow fluff, yeah. The the clay. Yes. Is it more of a Play-Doh situation or more of an actual pottery clay situation? I think it's more of a Play-Doh situation. And then we have white chocolate clay for those colors, because you can get that pretty dense. Yeah, modeling chocolate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we go any further, yes. I do I do want to quickly go over their performance in 2017, which we have found is a great year to analyze. The brand controlled over 30% of the market that year, triple that of Skippy, the next largest brand. The market share Jeez. translates into sales of over... 587 million US dollars in 2017 compared to 195 million dollars for Skippy. Mm-hmm. Now, this is important. Skippy is the most popular brand of peanut butter in China. Currently, Chinese consumption only accounts for 10% of Skippy's worldwide sales, but the population of more than four times that of US, if even a fraction of that develop a taste for any peanut spread, Jif could be in trouble. So we need to encourage Americans to start copulating. Well, I feel go. like that's stumbling into a sort of eugenic situation that I, I'm not entirely comfortable with. It wouldn't, but... be, it wouldn't be eugenics, though, Derek. It would just be you'd, you'd be asked, how much do you like peanut butter? And the people that say they really like peanut butter are encouraged to have sex with each other. And the people who don't like peanut butter, you just say, never mind. And then the people don't even know what the... What the uh, questions were for 
Yeah, but I don't want kids. And he loves peanut butter. Here's what I'm thinking. So we know that a lot of Hollywood movies, creative choices are made to appeal to China. Yeah. What if we just make a lot of Hollywood movies very heavy on peanut butter product placement, specifically Jif? Mm-hmm. I think that's a great call. And now with the movies, those they would have to be attractive to Americans? Or are we trying to... A- make those movies attractive to Chinese as well so the Chinese enjoy Jif more than they enjoy other brands. We're looking at Hollywood American movies Mm -hmm. that also appeal to the Chinese peanut butter consuming market. Yeah, I think this is a really good idea because Hollywood already bends to the will of Chinese taste. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to change the movies. We just have to infuse them with peanut butter. And I know Avatar yeah. 2 is coming out at some point. It, it, it has to be, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the books. It's in production. Yeah. We know yeah. how well that's going to do in They're China. Yellow. They're yellow. What if we just change Jake's name to Jif? That's a start for sure. Why did your name change, Jake? Because the peanut butter is so good. There you go, yeah. Jake Suli. No, not anymore. Jif. Jif Suli? And, and that's it. It's not over. It's just, you know, a couple scenes. <laughs> Of people asking him why he changed his name. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of scenes? More than one? Yeah, just two. Okay, two. And maybe if if the Navi can have some sort of symbiotic, mystical relationship with peanut butter. Okay, so they put their tails into peanut butter jars. Okay. Yeah. They do the symbiote thing with that. And then we can have Avatar 2 GIF jars. Yes. And then you've got your color in there because the peanut butter's blue. Yes, blue peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay, yes. Oh, I love this. All the ideas you are coming together. S- you sell you sell pre-made sculptures of all the big Avatar characters, and they're edible. They're peanut butter. They're skulls. Full of fiber. And in the movie, you could also maybe... You don't see them eating that much in the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're also just a couple scenes where they're eating, mm-hmm. and they always seem to be eating Jif. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, it's been a few years since I've seen Avatar, but the Pandora, the world tree or whatever, fell, right? It got destroyed. I haven't seen it. I have not seen the film. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I was wondering why my references were getting met with blank stares. Um, (laughs) So I know for a fact that it's cool how much I know about it without having seen it, isn't it? I was being polite. It does happen. Their tree, their home, Pandora's home, the Navi, these are all spoilers, by the way. It falls over and it dies. So they need to relocate. Where do they relocate to? A peanut butter farm. Yes. All right, we're going to take a quick break. (laughs) And when we come back, we're going to craft our email to Jif. All right, we're back. So to review our ideas, we we were just talking about the GIF Creative, which is their modeling clay and their squeezable paints. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of one idea. Mm -hmm. The idea before that is the GIF at the gym. Perfect. GIF gym. Yeah. Gym and a GIF? Is that anything? But that makes it sound like the gym is in a bottle. Well, it's GIF and a gym. Yeah, it'd have to be GIF and a gym. 
in a GIF. GIF in a GIF in a GIF. And I don't want us to neglect the Avatar idea either. No, of course not. Right, yes, that is a very good one, yes. And we also, and then just sort as sort of a PS, um, please make the lid of your natural jar look more like peanut butter. I, before we get into the email, I want to narrow down the gym idea, just so we're clear on that. Yes. Mm-hmm. We talked about a hose, we talked about a bladder, or mm-hmm. a syringe, mm-hmm. or some sort of like gun that shoots it very accurately. Like a caulking gun. Exactly. Yes. A caulking gun that just shoots it really fast, six feet. What is the best out of all those? What's the most effective? Well, it, it just depends. As far as the best method of delivery, it depends on whether we're going with pure GIF or GIF diluted with grape Gatorade. Oh, that's right. I think these are all diluted with Gatorade, so okay. sort of it's easy for yeah. to shoot out of the container. Oh, grape Gatorade. That's a great call. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. You could syringe it straight into the stomach. I like the caulking gun I like the- for me. <laughs> I like the gun as well. I like a syringe and a t- caulking gum. Syringe goes into your stomach, you're saying? Yeah, you wouldn't even have to uh, ingest it. You could just stab it into your stomach lining. I like that maybe for medical use. Okay, so we could sell that to to hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want untrained people doing that. You could get infections and stuff. And if you miss the stomach, I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. So let's go with cocking gun. Yeah, yeah. So we've got five basically. Yeah. Now, how do we speak their language in the email? We know they're choosy. Yes. That right now, if you go to the, their website, the first three words you read are that jiffing good. Okay. So they're a little mm. bit edgy. And a little yes. cocky. Choosy but edgy. Choosy. What's the choosiest way to start an email? To whom it may concern? Yes. I like that. And only? Only to whom it may concern? Mm-hmm. If you are not concerned, don't read. How about... If you're not concerned, please destroy this letter. <laughs> There's a button that destroys the email. Okay. Or yeah, we could send. Well, we could I, just... I would rather it just gets to someone who, who can, who can read it. Yeah, maybe if that's on us to send it to someone who's concerned. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. we have our first line, which is, "You should be concerned because Skippy is beating you in China." And there's a whole lot more hungry mouths in China than here. How many more? Four times more than a little pie graph with, uh, with one quarter of it. Red, white, and blue. Whatever. Good news. There are four Avatar movies coming out. Oh, my decade. God. That's huge news for them. Excellent. And, and you may ask, what's the connection? Mm-hmm. And we're here to tell you. Bullet point one, Jake Sully is now Jif Sully. He changed his name to pay homage to his favorite food slash snack. Perfect. After Pandora's tree was destroyed, the Navi have to relocate. They relocate to a peanut farm where they are existing peacefully, making peanut butter. And the villain, Mm -hmm. the military guy. Yes has changed his name to Skippy. Oh, my God. Because of how much he loves Skippy? That's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yes. God. That's perfect. So if you want to be, be an imperialist American, I guess you can eat Skippy. Yes. And people in China are going to be watching that and thinking, I'm not the bad guy. 
Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm a yeah. Navi. I'm a Navi. I'm blue. What else is blue? Dabba dee dabba die. <laughs> I'm blue. Dabba dee dabba die. What else is blue? Yeah. Blue colored sculpting gif. And that's the second part we wanted to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Clay should be edible. And what better edible material to make clay with than peanuts? For light colors, you can also sell white chocolate mm-hmm. sculpting clay. And for a finger painting like experience, squeeze bottle GIF yes. in a a more malleable formula yes. with marshmallow squeeze bottles for the lighter colors. And that's so we can hit younger. Because it's a notorious problem to get kids to eat peanut butter. Problem number one, probably. In Hook, when they imagine that goopy, colorful food... One of the greatest Everyone scenes. wants to eat that stuff, yeah. but it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can make that stuff in the squeeze bottles, and kids will eat it up. Reboot Hook! Yeah, yes. get, the, get, the, get the guy who played Rufio say he grew up because he didn't eat enough peanut butter. Oh. Wait, he died. Exactly. I I also have not seen Hook. Have- <laughs> Hook's great. Oh, Hook's great. Darren. We make a remake. I mean, Check I probably out. I probably have seen Hook, but it's been a very It's long an time. old movie. That's yeah, no fault of yours. We're we're talking peanut butter platter days. <laughs> that and that's a long time ago. Or is it tonight? Speaking of squeezing, definitely the apostrophes. Yeah. We found from reading your reviews that People are taking the squeeze bottles into the gym. Let's take advantage of this. We're talking private peanut butter rooms. <laughs> We're talking uh, attendants who will shoot it into your mouth from six feet away so you don't have to worry about COVID at all. Yes. Yes. We're talking. Highly trained. They're trained. We're talking. You're going to need to invest in some infrastructure and you're going to need to make some of these. <laughs> you're going to need to make these gyms. That, that's a difficult idea. Now on to an easy one. Yes. Hard pivot. Hard pivot. Your brown cap on the natural. <laughs> Matt Brown? Make it peanut butter colored. We all want it. With speckles, please. With speckles, please. That way, I will not be able to see those disgusting traces of peanut butter on the lid. Yes. There's one issue that we haven't addressed in this email. The fact that peanut allergies are killing your sales and we can't do anything about this problem and we're sorry (laughs) and we're sorry (laughs) but that made us think of hospitals (laughs) which made us think of syringes (laughs) full of peanut butter (laughs) for people who can't eat yes yes that we can do something about again sorry for the peanut butter allergies We can't do anything about it. Okay, now I think it, we we got to sign off. Mm-hmm. So we opened with to whom it may concern and only to whom it may concern. Mm-hmm. Maybe thanks for your concern. Or you're welcome. Or, yeah. You're welcome. That's a classic. Yeah. Okay, you're welcome, the Great Samaritans. I yeah. like it. All right, I think we wrote them an excellent email, jam-packed with profitable ideas. Derek Martz, thank you so much for joining us. Thank on this journey. This will come out on Sunday. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, coming up soon on the Trident Network's Twitch channel, 
I will be part of a new short-form improv show called um, Forgot to Mute, and that'll be every other Thursday, alternating with Ten and Peller's improv show on the Trident uh, Network. So uh, visit them at uh, twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. Awesome. I'll have to check that yeah, out. That looks, that looks great. Founded by great people. We love the Tridents, and we love Derek, the sharpest tool mm-hmm. in the shed. Derek, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. I love talking about peanut butter. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.